We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Setting the Pace, your go-to Pacers podcast with Alex Golden and Michael Focci. Ball loose. Stevenson for three. Give me one, Lance. Stevenson ties it with 1.6. Duarte, he knows where the clock is, lets it fly and hits again. Halliburton at the buzzer. Captain Kush with another one. Brogdon goes inside and Turner finishes. Halliburton leaves it off for Batase. Go, go. Good job. Oh, what a move by Heald. He lays it in. Heald. Hotter than fish grease. Drops it off to Jalen Smith with the poster. Jackson the catch. Jackson the basket. Washington again. Five of them. Pacers got the steal. Outrunning is Brissette. Pounds it home. It to Taylor. Taylor missed it. Tips it in. Warren lets it fly. Yes! T.J. Warren is not human. Halliburton going to slam it at the other end. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Pacer Nation? We are here at halftime of the Indiana Pacers versus Sacramento Kings game. I'm joined by Tyler Smith. Uh, you guys know him pretty well on Twitter. Tyler, what's going on, man? How's it going? It's good to be back here at Gamebridge, and we got a battle for fifth place in the uh, Tankathon going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Buddy Hield's playing pretty well so far. Uh, Gogo Batadze has had some nice plays as well. He did get dunked on by uh, Indiana Native Trail Owls, but we also got Big Glenn. We also got Frank here today. It is Frank's birthday, so... Frank, happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I don't want to turn any more older than I already am. So, But it's uh, great to be here tonight seeing the Pacers pull another one out, I hope. Yeah, and Big Glenn, everybody knows him on Twitter. Longtime member of Turner's Block. So, Big Glenn, what's going on, brother? It's doing good. I'm looking forward to, to his potential Pacer win or or uh, balls for the lottery. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts so far on this game, Frank? Uh, so far, it's been a pretty exciting game uh, just to see them uh, basically practicing for next year's uh, season. Uh, but overall, it's been a pretty rounded game so far. All right, Glenn, I'm going to come back to you. Is there any player that stood out to you so far tonight from either team? Uh, tonight, uh, Buddy Hield and Tyrese Halliburton uh, stood out to me. They uh, look like they're, they're working on good on the offense, uh, doing good on defense, and uh, – they're looking great. Good stuff there. So, Tyler, obviously, to start tonight's uh, festives off, we uh, got a little tribute video from the Pacers for the former Pacers, Jeremy Liam, Justin Holiday, and DeMontis Sabonis. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, that was nice. I, I was bummed, you know, as I'm sure most fans are, the Sabonis in here tonight, didn't make the trip. Um, just seems to be the Pacer curse of injuries, no matter if they're on the team or not. So it's unfortunate uh, to not see him, but that was a nice touch, I think, on the video board. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I did post that video to my Twitter account if you have not seen it yet. But other than that, we are watching a little bit of a knockout competition here at halftime with uh, radio host Kevin Bowen and Jay Query involved in this, as as well as former Pacer Fred Jones. So it is a pretty uh, intense matchup here getting down to the final ones. Tony East is walking by. Uh, there he is. So. Uh, this is a lot of fun doing a live podcast at a game. So uh, let's go back to you, Frank, here. Uh, you've been here for a lot of games this, this season as a member of Turner's Block as well. What are your thoughts so far uh, from this season and maybe some thoughts that you have going forward? Uh, this season has been a, well, like a roller coaster, up and down. Uh, but since the trade happened, uh, it's just better to think about next year so we can get back in to continue to get in the playoffs again. But overall, it's been a good season so far. Yeah, well, let's kind of do a positive spin here, Big Glenn. Uh, what's been the most positive thing that you've noticed from this season? Uh, everything since we uh, did the uh, trade with Sacramento. I mean, up until that point, the team was still in still uh, two-month-old still Cheetos, you know? And, and it's like, this team ain't doing nothing, so we made those trades, and ever since then, um, the vibe has changed at the field house. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. 
Yeah. All right, Tyler, anything else from you on uh, what you've seen so far this year? I agree with these guys. You know, the, the vibe changed. As you guys know, there's nothing like when there's playoffs in this building. So yeah. we got to get back to that point next year. And I think, you know, some teams, when they rebuild, they don't really have anybody on the court that seems to fit the future. The Pacers have a lot of guys, especially a couple, but a lot of guys that have that potential uh, to be here next year. So as this home schedule's winded down, I think they've got four more in this building. There could be a lot of big changes, but I think there's a pretty good core to start with. And, uh, you know, with the vibe changing, I think better days are ahead, hopefully. Yeah, and so obviously losing this game does help the Pacers with their odds of getting a better draft pick. And the, and the games they have left, it's a pretty tough schedule. I, th- I think this game and maybe the uh, the Pistons game is the only one we should actually maybe be favored to win, but the other ones are going to be pretty tough. So I'm going to come back to you, Frank. I don't know how, how much you know about college basketball, but are there any guys you're keeping an eye on that you'd like the Pacers to add maybe in the draft? Uh, just Ivy's a good one if it fit the Pacers' future uh, thinking. of uh, But Ivy from Purdue is really – like a Lance Stevenson almost, but in uh, the kid from Illinois, the big tall kid. Uh, Kofi Coburn? Yeah, the big tall guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think that's what the Pacers need some more beef underneath that. Yeah. Rebounding is a key thing that they talk about every year that we don't yeah. see improvement. So we'll see. As an IU guy, I don't really like to say it because he's a Purdue guy, but. Jade Ivy is one I'm looking forward to possibly seeing in Pacer uh, colors. Uh, another few that nobody's actually missing yet is Johnny Juzang from uh, UCLA. Okay. He, he had a heck of a run in the tournament last year, and I, I think they got the Sweet 16, I do believe. So if he continues to get better and things like that, he could possibly uh, – I'd like to see him on our board as well. Uh, another one is um, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga. Yeah. But – that obviously would mean that we would need to pick like one, two, or three to get him. Yeah. But other than that, I think whoever's on the board is going to be a good fit for us. All right. Tyler, what about uh, you? Keegan Murray is who I'm keeping an eye on. I think uh, Jaden Ivey probably gets picked before the Pacers select. Maybe not. I would love for him to fall to Indy. Um, but a lot of the projections for Keegan Murray I've seen somewhere in the 8, 10, 12 range. And I feel like even if the Pacers, you know, for lack of better term, get screwed a little bit in the lottery and it kind of slipped back a little bit. I think Keegan Murray could still be there. So he's the guy that stretch four, three-point shooter that I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, basically this draft is viewed as a, a good draft, not a great one, but I still think there's some depth in there, and I think there are some special players in that top ten, and I'm not too concerned about where the Pacers actually land because there's a lot of names out there that could be interesting. I think one of the most intriguing names out there is Shaden Sharp, a kid from Kentucky uh, that graduated – in the first semester, the fall semester from high school. So he is actually eligible to be at Kentucky right now, but he's not playing, obviously, and they already got balanced by St. Peter's. But he's a guy that, you know, entering the draft, he uh, could be anywhere from top five to anywhere from 10 to 15. I mean, it's just all over the board right now, but uh, he's a guy I'm keeping an eye on. And then I'm not sure if you guys heard our last podcast, but Benedict Matherin is a guy that I brought up. Uh, had a huge game against TCU in the tournament on Sunday night. I'm going to come back to you, Tyler. What are your thoughts on Ben Matherin? I haven't looked at it, into him too much, but I am intrigued. And, you know, as you said, just the depth. But, and uh, for, for months and months, people talk about how top-heavy it was. But I think we're seeing 
which we do often a lot of years, we see that it's actually a little deeper than what people think. I feel almost every year they're saying, oh, this draft is this or that, and, and we uh, we kind of see otherwise. Even this past year with Duarte going 13, he surprised a lot of people going that low. Um, but I think uh, typing in Halliburton and Catherine, you know, as far as uh, as a writer, that'd be kind of fun to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that they actually fit pretty well together as well. Uh, Big Glenn. Any other names though? Like, have you watched any of Matherin at all, or uh, any other names that I haven't brought up? Um, not much come to mind. I think the other other name that was mentioned was Kofi Coburn out of Illinois. Other than that, uh, no really names come to my mind that Pacers could select that high. So. What about you? Anything else from you? I just hope Kevin Pritchard picks the right one because it seems yeah. like <laughs> sometimes we just don't get the right person to fit. Well, what what did you think about Chris Duarte? Uh, he's awesome. I mean, there's an all-around player, but yeah, I just, I just hope it goes the right way for our picks this year. Yeah, the Chris Doherty pick from last year is uh, a great pick. Obviously, a Rick Carlisle kind of guy, so uh, it's going to be awesome to see him develop over the next five years. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap this up, uh, just tell us how you became a fan of the team, um, what you like about the Pacers, and what made you want to be like a part of Turner's block. No, ever since Reggie Miller started it back in the day and Vern Fleming before that, and then being uh, Turner's block, I was shy about doing it. And then finally I uh, kind of branched out, and then I met Glenn, and it's been a family-oriented uh, group. So I'm glad I did, and I'm proud to be a Pacer fan every day. Yeah, for sure. And, Glenn, you've actually been on the road twice this year, yes. Orlando and Denver. Tell us about those experiences and when you became a baseball fan. Uh, those experiences were very good. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't win the game in Denver. Yeah. Uh, but we did have that huge comeback in Orlando. Actually, just a few short weeks ago. Uh, how it became a fan was, was pretty much uh, your, your typical the Reggie Miller teams in the 90s. I was born the year Reggie came into the league. So seeing those teams, seeing the passion of these fans, you can hear it in my voice. I love being here. I love being in Torres Block. I hold it brand back next year. Just not the balcony. That's our subject for another day. Yeah, not the balcony. a little lower. Yeah, it really, you guys can't even be really be heard up there, and I think that does have an impact on the overall feel of the field house. So, Tyler, uh, any final thoughts from you as we kind of wrap up this conversation here? I just love talking baseball basketball. I love yes. seeing the passion of fans. And as I said earlier, you know, desperately want this team to get back on the right track, yes. be a playoff team next year. Um, I think it's very possible if they if they hit on that draft pick and the, the later first-round draft pick that they're expected to get from Cleveland. They've got a lot of cap space. they got trade pieces. Going to be a busy summer. Um, but I, LeBron retires. <laughs> that's probably not coming for a few years. But, yeah, yeah I think um, – I think better days are ahead, as I said, and uh, can't get much worse you know, in the last couple years. But I do think, I do think better days are coming. Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, clearly a rough time right now as a fan to kind of watch the, the season come to an end. But it is always good to talk with Pacer fans and just learn a little bit more about them and what they think on the team. So uh, this is a, a short episode here, a little mini episode for you guys. But hope you guys enjoy it, and we will talk to y'all later this week. Let's go Pacers!